goodness, goodness. Why do I have to say things in twos? Good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Pen of Talk with host Diana Prince. Always start off my show by saying the same things. And uh, always, first and foremost, thank you to my fans and my listeners of this podcast. So basically, one of the main reasons that I do my podcast every morning in the middle of the night for some of you, because it's about 3.20 in the morning. What can I say? You know, I went to bed early, story of my life, and I've been up for about an hour. So I decided to do my podcast today episode, and basically every morning, the first reason I do it is just to get myself focused on business. I would love to be able to incorporate sound effects, as I've said many times, not have my fans going in the background. Although I must say, because it's chilly these days, I am enjoying being in my bed with like three comforters on me and all these pillows around me. It's it's quite comfy and it's completely dark. The only thing I have lit is the screen of my cell phone. So... I do this just to get myself focused on my day because nine times out of 10, I don't record my podcast episode and then go back to bed unless it's, I guess, before 3 a.m. seems to be my little schedule, my little habit. But usually I push on and I continue with my energy. If I cannot go back to sleep, I promise myself this. I don't know, a year or so ago, I'm like, I'm not going to force myself to go back to sleep. There are times that I need to lay there, meditate, think about my day, think about the next day, think about whatever, my life. And I do a lot of my planning that way. No music playing, no TV, no body, no nothing. Just me, my eyes closed, and I'm not asleep, but I guess I would be considered what you call resting. I'm just resting my eyes. I I catch a cat nap here and there, I'm sure. But um, it's about focusing. And so I really try to just organize my thoughts for the day or at least get myself in the business frame of mind, even though I'm at home. And I would say I do it especially because yes, I am at home. I'm not getting up, getting myself ready driving the whole monotony of, you know, driving to work and uh, the rhetoric and the, the, the traffic and the people and going to work and all these people and, and everything that comes along with it. I work hard, but that is not a part of my day. So I do have to get myself in the business frame of mind. And I just posted about this for the like umpteenth time the other day about how it really is important for me to focus I think people who work at home really get like the bum end of the deal because it's like people think that you're just so comfy and that, you know, you can do what you want when you want and you, you know, get to wear comfy clothes, bummy clothes, pajamas and actually do work. And yeah, I understand that, but come on, as far as I go, so much more goes into that. I mean, I would say thank God, but it's just a fact. Obviously, with my modeling, there's so much more involved 
than when I'm just working online and when I have clients, when I'm working with photographers, the styling, photo shoots, there's so much more involved. So, and that includes meetings, events, when I do go to them and when I do attend them. So everything is not just done online, even though a lot of my day every day, no matter what, is done online. But it's about the focus, is my point. And, you know, I, I can't focus on people who don't think that I have a real career or that I'm really working. It's like, you know, what did you think I was doing online for six hours? I, I don't know about you. And I love my fans. This is no disrespect. I'm not throwing any shade at any of my fans. But I don't have time to be online six hours a day or more straight or even off and on just to be looking around. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I need my fans. I love you guys. But what I'm saying is one hour or ten hours, I'm not online for anything but business. Pretty much everything, even when I research or I see, you know, follow certain celebrities or fashion people, it's all based upon inspiration. That is the initial reason why I'm their fan and why I'm following them. So even when it comes down to things that do entertain me, it's usually based upon business. But of course, I love cooking. I love animals, kids, so when I see these things, um, I'm going to like pages like that and like pictures like that, and it is enjoyable, you know, and an enjoyable part of my day, but it's such a small reason why and takes up such a small amount of my time when I'm online. I'm not online for that, so... Whether I'm at home or not, I am focused on business when I'm doing business. Whether I'm photographing myself and I've had to style and set up. Whether I've styled myself and set up and my photographer's coming over. Or I'm going to a location to meet them. Whether I have a client coming over that I'm going to style and photograph. It, it's, it's all about focus and it's all business related including and as I would say especially the six hours solid or so it can be more that I spend online every single morning it's like no days off and I never complain about it it's just a statement this is something that I choose to do and it's based upon how much I have on my plate and who put those things there me you know, who's deciding to work with the people and the companies that I'm working with? Me. So, it, and I'm, I'm blessed. It is a lot of work and I'm blessed and it's something that I expected. It's something that I've been used to. That's why there's never nothing going on um, as far as in my career because I've designed it that way. I want to always be sharpening my skills. I want to always be learning. Um, if I can, I want to enlighten and I want to teach. So I'm always going to be doing something every single day related to my career. And there's always so much more to be done, you know. And that's the reason why I do it. I'm driven. And because there's things to go after, you know. 
But back to what I was saying, a lot of people do take it for granted. And that's also the frame of mind that I don't want to be in. Like, well, I can do this later. Oh, I don't have to actually have to do that today. Or, well, since I'm not being directly paid for this, even though I'm going to make money from this, or I've made money by producing this content, and now I'm writing an article that I'm not getting paid for, whatever. I don't have that frame of mind that other people do because it's just like when I open my eyes, I'm in my comfy environment, and obviously I'm a homebody, I'm a housewife. And, you know, the whole monotony and the routine every single day, I have that, you know, and I'm in the same environment. So I have to purposely focus. And so there's a challenge that I don't think most people realize is there. It's not even everything else that I have to do and get done. Okay, for today, 90% of the work that I'm going to do as far as my career maybe online or 80% or 70%. But the fact is, is I have to be able to focus and say, okay, even though I'm at home with all of my comfy things and I'm up doing my podcast at three in the morning and it's cold, it's warm and comfy in my bed. I could have just laid here. It's like, no, I'm going to get up. I have the energy and I'm going to do this, even though I'm not in a business setting, even though if there isn't bright lights and a whole bunch of people around me working, I still have to make sure that I get up and do it. And it's not just like I sure have to, I still have to make sure. It's like it just comes natural. But I, I definitely think people that work from home and at home get taken for granted that they could just drop what they're doing because they're at home to focus on someone else or something else that you know, oh, they're not being paid an hourly wage to do what they're doing. This is how people look at people who own their own businesses that have to spend time promoting and networking. They can't relate to that, you know, because that's not how they make their living. And again, I can't focus on that. So bringing this full circle, I do my podcast mainly to focus. That's the first reason on on business, even if it's not something that is covering what I'm going to be doing for the day. So my focus today, I'm thinking about this year ending. I'm thinking about last year and the year before and all of the changes that I've made and the things that are um, going to remain, the things that are current that I plan on continuing with versus, excuse me, the things that I've eliminated. So I've eliminated my pinup academy. I've talked about the reasons why I, you know, kind of sound mundane about it. Like, but I'm very happy, believe me, about it. It's something that I've been planning for so long, as I stated, it was all a part of a bigger plan and I had to be patient. So, you know, I, I believe in prayer. So I think with, with that, but being blessed to create a plan that actually worked. I mean, I definitely feel blessed overall. And it's, it's taken a lot of work and a lot of planning. And I've already talked about that. But 
with my pinup master course. Um, I wouldn't say that I wanted it or set out for it to be a different model representing my course every year. There will always be extensions of the original course, you know, the, as far as the course, because there's going to be courses within it. So there will always be extensions and, you know, innovative ideas as I go along and things that come along with being a student or a graduate of my pinup master course. So there's so much involved and it is going to be ongoing. So I can foresee, yes, there would be different people representing my company. Um, but as far as the main face, it wasn't something I really thought about as far as this person would be it forever. One person would be it forever. After everything I've been through <laughs> with amateur pinups and again, pinup master course course meaning to learn just like my pinup academy academy school school learn um these are the majority of my clients are not professional pinups now with that said there's so many different levels in being a pinup model you can be in the very beginning stages or you can be totally making your living off of it I've even said this, even within the field, any field where there's a professional level, there's even different levels within the professional level. So I, you know, with that said, I've seen people dip into pen up and get out for a list of reasons. And my company or someone's company is still going to remain. So it's really about someone who I feel like if things were to stop, they were to stop modeling, that I would be comfortable and confident about continuing to use all of the content that we produce, that I invested money to produce, and the content that I own the rights to but at the same time to get that vibe that you know if our business relationship were to end if they were to stop doing pennant modeling is this something that I'm going to be comfortable using or doing and and which which makes me think even deeper like maybe every year there would be somebody different I don't know I didn't really actually think that far into it it's it's more like we produce the content for this I own the rights you know we have a contract that's pretty much the end of it for me whatever happens and you decide to do in your career after that I can't call it because it's just like any company that someone were to model for if I were to stop modeling right now I would not expect any of the companies that have invested money in producing content with me and I've given them the rights to the content or they own it I wouldn't expect them to stop using that content so you know it's it's all about business and when I think about naming 
the main face of the pinup master course for 2019 I really consider so many things now and it's all based upon you know everything that all the experiences that I went through and experienced with so many different people over the years at my pinup academy and then with my pinup master course and I really think of the investment and time that I've really put into this and so I have to base my decision upon so much you know so I'm ready to make that decision um it's probably going to be no secret to anyone maybe it won't be a shock um the person that I name because there's a couple things that are definitely requirements Again, it would be no different than the companies that I'm representing now. Obviously, they have their own requirements, and I met them, or else they wouldn't have chosen me. And then there's got to be that certain something, I guess, because there is competition with wanting to model for the companies that I model for, because there's competition with any, um, you know, company that has clothing models and social media influencers. So again, (laughs) to go back full circle on this, on this topic, I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm not, I'm not being pessimistic. I just feel that I'm ready to make a really solid, good decision on who is going to be the main face. Now see, because I model and I've I've said this so many times. When I was in school, at this one particular school, I remember them saying, if you're a designer, I think they were specifically talking about if you were a designer or tailors, that if you happen to be a model too, that's going to be a bonus. And I mean, if you think about it, that makes a lot of sense. So there are many times I wouldn't say, I've been forced to to model for something. It has nothing to do with that. It has more to do with me being an artist and a stylist, wanting to work with different clients. That's what, you know, wanting to teach. That's what I started doing in the beginning. And wanting to bring opportunities to other models. That's more what it's about. Because as far as my modeling goes, of course, the more publicity, the better. And sometimes I feel like I lose focus on that, but it's not. Because I feel like I am doing as much as I possibly can to put myself out there in the public. I don't feel like I could personally do any more than I'm doing. So... There are times that I'm my featured model in my articles. Of course, there are times that I model because when I'm modeling for a company, that's when I decide to bring other models aboard. You know, it's never the other way around. And I've never started working with the company based upon my models and then me. It's me and then I'm selecting people. to, And I'm doing that. I don't have to do that. That's my entire point. 
but I love to style and obviously that's how I make my income. So the more opportunities that I have to style, well, they come from the opportunities that I have to feature models and articles that I have to, because they want to be in magazines and the opportunities that I have for them to model for different companies. Because of those opportunities, I obviously get paid to style and produce the content. So yes, it's important to me to always be working with models and clients because I love to style, I love to teach. But it really is a practical way of thinking. I mean, obviously, at any given time, I can use my images and I've got endless images, you guys. If you know me, then you know that. So when I think about my Pinup Master Course, really what I set out to do was to show what I can do on a select few models because otherwise it would have just been my Pinup Academy, which already existed and no longer exists. So it's like I really want to not only show what I can do on all these random people that are clients for a day or clients a couple times a year or clients that I refuse to ever work with again. I wanted it to be a select few people that I've worked with often that I can foreseeably work with often. And that's definitely going to be a requirement of the person who's going to be the main face. My content, my experiences, my knowledge, everything that I have to offer for my course will never deviate um, as far as what I've already learned and what will be there. The more I learn, the more I'm going to have to teach. So like I said, there will be extensions. But as far as the content, the pictures that I use, whether it's one picture to describe something in an entire unit within a course, or whether I use 10 pictures, I can use my own pictures. That's not a problem. But that's not that wasn't even something that was a question because it's about showing my skills as a stylist, as a teacher, and as a model on other people. And like I said, my vision was for it to be a select people, few people so I can show the various looks that I can do on the same person. That's how I envisioned my master course. Because when I was in school at the New York um, Institute of Art and Design, that was one thing that I really took from the course. And that's when I really started getting the idea, like, I want to do this. I want to have my own course, but I want it to be based upon pinup. And I want it to be based upon vintage fashion and vintage starlets. No one else is doing it. And everything that I was learning in school, I was still looking at the format of how they were teaching me. So I was making mental notes of things and saying, this is what I, this is really what I want to do. I need to remember this because it was really easy to learn. And they did have some of the same few models. And I would venture to say that... Um, as far as in the videos, but they could easily replace that content 
with other models and still keep the format and all of the information exactly the way that it is. So it's just the same thing with advertising. You know, people can advertise with images that are 10 years old. Who knows where those people are now? Or five years old. But there are also people that will replace their advertising content. But what they're selling or the service that they're offering is the same. Or they incorporate a new service. And so therefore, they get new advertisements. So what I'm saying about my pinup master course is I don't expect the person who I choose to be the main face, somebody who I don't expect them to be a diehard pinup, living the pinup lifestyle, attending every pinup event there is, traveling to shoot with all these pinup photographers, have a huge fan base. I don't expect any of that. I don't expect them to even be in it for the long haul, so to speak. But at the same time, there's got to be some dedication. There's got to be some commitment. There's got to be some clarity on terms that are in the contract that they're going to sign. And for those terms to be taken seriously. And really, you know, honestly, if, if there were so many candidates for me to choose from, I... It, it would probably come down, if it qualified candidates, it would probably come down to two things. One, how I feel when I work with them. And two, their passion with pinup. Because if there's passion, we have something in common. If there's passion for pinup. If there's passion for pinup, then your goals are going to be something that you're never going to give up on. If you have passion, there's going to be dedication. And you're going to keep your commitments. You're going to be professional. You're going to, like I said, really take your goals seriously. And your plan or plans to achieve success, you're going to really, really take that seriously. That's someone that I want to represent my company. It doesn't mean someone is, you know, or the, yes, the the pennant master course, my course. It doesn't mean, oh, I'm making, you know, I'm signing this in blood. I'm, you know, going to be doing this for the rest of my life. Come on. But the bottom line is business is business. And when it comes to my business and how much time I have dedicated to this course and producing the content. It's like someone can easily be replaced, of course. But when I choose someone, it's going to have to be someone because of trial and error I've learned that is passionate and has goals. The passion has to be there because that's where the dedication is going to be. And I have to have a really good rapport with them. It has to be someone that is going to be doing pinup on a regular basis and someone that I feel comfortable, really comfortable being around. And that means that I can't just choose someone brand new. And obviously, 
if I did consider that, it would have to be somebody who's a professional pinup because I would feel there's more of a solid chance, you know, of everything being professional. But the bottom line is, um, course means learning, just like academy means school means learning. I love teaching. I will always have that um, aspect in my career. I plan to even do it even more in my my old age. Um, hopefully that's not right around the corner. Seems like it. But um, that's what my course is for. Like I said, my resources, my knowledge, everything that I have will never be altered because of the changing and the main face of the course. But the person that I choose for 2019 um, definitely has to fulfill many requirements. And they will receive so many things. So, so many bonuses, so many extras, and everything will be in contract form as it has been. But really, every detail of what I'm offering them and what they can expect to receive, because it's going to be a year contract, but can be broken if or when either of us give 30 days notice. Very simple. For whatever reason, you're quitting this, you're moving, hey, 30 days notice, boom, we're done. But I would like the main face of this course to commit to a year of production. And mind you, a year of production, meaning the content is something that I'm going to own forever and choose to use at any given point, as well as this person, you know, this chosen model that's going to be in the contract. Why wouldn't it be, you know? So I'm, I am very excited because I'm looking forward to 2019 as a whole. I am, and I'm looking forward to naming the face. You know, I've been looking, (coughs) (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) excuse me. I've been looking at a lot of vintage ads lately because I am a fan of vintage pictures, especially with models in them. And I subscribe or follow whatever to many of the pages on Facebook that specialize in putting up vintage photos. So back in the 1950s, you know, when you talk about true cheesecake pinup, a big part of it were, and I'm going to blog on this very soon, a big part of it were, you know, the miss this, the miss that, the sausage queen, the tire queen. I mean, literally, you know, every, and that's how a lot of pinup began is garage guys, if you will, pinning up pictures, but they were actually calendars and calendars of girls that were named or the girl or a picture of the girl that was named, um, you know, after their garage or after their whatever. 
And I mean, everything literally from Miss Apple Queen to, you know, Sausage Queen to, I mean, everything, potato, I mean, everything, they had it all. And companies as well, tire companies, um, you know, clo- of course, clothing companies, but just companies you wouldn't even, you know, that aren't even in the fashion industry or beauty industry whatsoever. And they would name someone, you know, the glass queen of 1956, the, you know, the best legs uh, of 1956, blah, blah, blah. And there's, it goes on and on. I, I'm always amazed with the vegetable pictures. I'm like, this is too much. You know, the potato queen. I'm like, oh my goodness. I have seen it all. I really have. And it's such cheesecake pinup because everybody's smiling. They're all, you know, the whole cheesecake motif is going on. The big smiles and, um, it's like pageants as well, a lot of them, where they choose, you know, the best legs, the best smile, whatever, you know, Miss Sun Queen 1961. There were so many contests out there. And like I said, specifically where people were named the face of a certain brand, of a certain company. And I think about that in relation, well, recently, in relation to my pennant master course. It's like, I almost, you know, every year want to have somebody different because it keeps things fresh and new. Uh, it has nothing to do with me using or not using content that I'll, I own and I'll always own. It's just about something positive and more exciting, like, to bring the opportunity to someone new so it's not like oh I'm not you know I could still be working with someone just like there's a model undoubtedly right now if I could name her the main face she would have been the main face of my course and would be it now and would be it next year you know and I wouldn't even really think too hard about naming someone new if I could I work with her I've been working with her off and on for five years for all about about five years you guys and this is on a regular basis as far as even in a slow year I still work with her a few times so I've worked with her much more before we've we relocated but she comes here often for for family related stuff so it's not always like she has that time but we both try to make it and I'm always here for her I've been representing her as her manager and her personal stylist for four years solid definitely definitely over three years and she's a delight she's professional she is the perfect pinup for me but She's not the perfect pinup because I can't work with her all the time. But we still honestly support each other to this day, to this day, on what the other one is doing. Obviously, whenever we can. She's extremely busy, I'm busy. Um, but she would have been the main face of my master course specifically and would still be if I could work with her more. 
but I have to produce the content. And then I was just thinking the other day, you know, and obviously it has, I want it to be a model that's under contract for the future, the next couple of months, the next year that is going to be actively involved in pinup. That has to be a requirement because again, we have to produce the content. And even if I already have content, I still want to keep producing because I think to keep the fans and followers and to get new ones, it's always best to be producing new stuff. The, my, the, the content of my course, like I said, if everything is there, it's been there since before I started working with anyone else on this and it will be there and I will do extensions of it as I learn more and want to teach more or as I just start to add more courses based upon everything that I already want to teach. But I, again, was thinking the other day about all those ads and I do think it's good for business. I think it's good for promotion. I think it's good for advertising, which is marketing. I think it's good um, to build morale, so to speak. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, within the, within the pinup community, um, it, it, and it's no different than magazines putting a new um, face on their covers or doing a calendar and featuring a different model on the cover every year. Um, photographers that have a main face but still work with plenty of other models. They're still going to keep doing photography um, if they choose a main face. And I just think that for certain opportunities, I think it's really, it, it's exciting to work with someone new that really wants to be a part of these opportunities and are going to follow through. That's the thing people can get excited about. You can meet a stranger at a bar, find out you have something in common, be excited, be in the moment, say you're going to hook each other up or do something, and then never contact them again. People, I wouldn't consider that being full of shit. I just think some people get caught up in the moment. And or, you know, maybe it takes the other person to follow up or whatever, but people do that all the time. I don't think they're setting out to go around telling people lies and putting people on. I think people get caught up in the moment. And when they're no longer in that moment, they're not focused on that anymore. While as, you know, whereas the other person might be or other people, you know, so it's, it's all about you know, somebody who's passionate, somebody who's going to be involved in pen up often, somebody who wants to learn because it is a course, you know, and be a part of all the opportunities, but actually appreciate them like, okay, this is exciting. And this is something that I can foreseeably want to do in the future. And basically, at this point, it would have to be somebody who I've already worked with. And I can see that. Because how would I know that someone's level of commitment is going to change when they're no longer in the moment? Or, hey, you know, I mean, I understand people's financial situations change. So many aspects change in our, in our lives. I've realized that, the days of our lives. 
But what I'm saying is when I go under contract with someone and I make a commitment, it's very difficult if I'm brand new to working with them. And we haven't had any history, haven't established any business relationship. I have learned and, you know, the hard way that it is best to work with someone and see what's going on first, see how they are and make the decision. And I'll tell you one thing, one of the biggest requirements to being the main face of my course, and this is with anybody that I work with on a regular basis, would be showing support. Without that, there won't even be considered. And again, you can meet somebody and initially you don't know that they're not going to be supportive or you, or they're supportive at first when it has to do with them only. And you have to take that into account. Like, is that fulfilling the requirement? Because the requirement, this particular requirement means showing support all the time. And I don't mean with everything that I post on my personal page, although the same people that don't show support and have shown not to seem to read everything I posted on my personal page and got caught doing it. But anyway, that's on a personal note. That, that, that's why this is my podcast. Because I can say whatever I want to like the two or three people <laughs> that are listening. But anyways, it's about being focused about my day, getting myself ready for my day. But um, yes, being supportive is a requirement. When I post things that are um, specifically featuring and about the, the main face of the course, they're going to be required to show support. And the thing is, it's not about demand. This is about me already seeing. This is what I'm doing now. After having my academy and my, my course for the past year and a half and having my academy for over five years, this is where I'm at now. It's about already seeing that pattern. If I don't see them showing support, then that's not somebody that would even be considered that's my point it's not about demanding okay you need to show some more support this is required let me remind you I'm not trying to do all that again I'm not going through that again I'm not trying to go through that again live and learn so and I'm so optimistic about that I love to learn once again you got to learn the hard way sometimes, you know. Some of the biggest challenges come with life lessons or business lessons. So, but that's a requirement. That would be, again, I've already worked with someone so I can see that they're supportive. I already know this before I've made this decision. That is what I'm going to do from now on. And thinking about the vintage pictures that I saw I do think it is a good idea for it to be somebody different every year, even though the content will be there from when I started. Um, I do think it's exciting. I think it's a great opportunity because naming the main face of my course means that this person gets so much an entire year 
of management services, which alone is already a lot. They get everything that comes with that, which artist development classes once a month. And they will be within that year definitely modeling for one or more companies that I model for and that send me things for my clients. They will also be my main model, my feature model, and as many articles as I can put them in and feature them in. And I will always campaign and push for them to get a magazine cover or as many magazine covers as they can. I will promote for them. I will help them run their page. And, of course, the Master Course and all of its contents will be free for them. And then there's so many other things, so many other things, including a little tiara that I finally got and I feel like really confident about giving this because it's it's not about the money it was very inexpensive it's cheesy but that's what I want to do I want to do the whole cheesy motif just like they had in the 50s and 60s when they were naming all of these the Miss Potato Queen and things like that um, I want it to be something like that just cheesy and positive energetic so many opportunities to look forward to you know so much to be optimistic about and feel confident that <coughs> excuse me my goodness that I'm naming the right person based upon my experience with them not my experience with them today not my experience with them yesterday or for one shoot or two shoots. I want to make the decision based upon um, my working relationship with them and our history together. So that eliminates a lot of people. That's why I did not do a model search. And it also eliminates a lot of people that stopped doing pinup because they couldn't afford it. Stopped doing pinup because their spouse didn't want them to do it anymore, et cetera, et cetera. It, it eliminates people who caused drama excessively, like habitually, or and or made it difficult to work with them. I'm definitely not trying to have someone like that represent, and that's the other thing, represent something that I've worked so hard towards and something that's going to be obviously making me a profit that's why I've been investing but it's also the representation why would I want someone why wouldn't I want someone to represent my company who is a very supportive person you think people don't notice that first of all I'm concerned about the fact that I notice it but yes other people are going to notice things like that and they're going to look at me as a child would to their parents when they're not understanding and they're trusting their parent to somehow give them the answer. People are looking at me like, well, I can only trust in what she's done and what she's doing. You know, I'm not really directly working with that person. But at the same time, you're still making me look bad. Why would I want that? 
I don't care what that sounds like or how that makes me look. Yes, I care how people are representing me and I care how I'm representing other people. This is in all aspects of my life. I'm confident about everything that I do and therefore I, I hope that other people can appreciate the things that I do and it goes both ways. I value them, they value me. But when it comes to working with someone on a regular basis and they're actually representing my brand, my company, something I'm doing or offering, yes, they have to be supportive because it will make me look bad. That's not the same thing as a fly-by-night client that I have once a year or somebody that I work with a couple times a year or somebody that is not the main face of my company or my my brand. <coughs> Excuse me. As a stylist, I'm going to have clients come and go. The years have proven that, and I've been blessed that people come to me to style them, and I love them, and then we're done. But when I'm working with someone, they are the featured model in my articles. They're the first model that I bring aboard to model for clothing companies. They are the person that I'm going to with all of my special projects and all of the opportunities, knowledge, resources, connections. I'm giving everything to them because they're representing my company. Well, then you have to represent me well. Why would I expect anything less? Why would I settle for anything less? It, does, it, it wouldn't make any sense. So for me to make that decision, I have to base it upon so many things. And one of the initial things is how supportive is that person? How supportive has that person already been? Do they have passion for pinup? Do they plan to be involved actively in pinup over the next year? Do they have money to invest to be actively in pinup for the next year? Because I will give discounts and even complimentary shoots to the person who is the main face of my course, just like I did for my pinup academy. That is part of the deal. That's part of the contract. That's part of the extras that will be specified and offered. And I'm sure taken full advantage of, you know, in a good way. I mean, that's why they're there. But that person is, is going to have to be qualified. And like I said, it eliminates so many people. If you have to be supportive, if you have to plan on being active, if you have to plan on taking artist development classes, which are required. And I'm on a side note before I end this podcast episode, artist development classes, the ones that I developed and created were not developed just to talk about your up. I'm saying just and solely and only to talk about your upcoming shoots. That's something that I'm going to make very crystal clear. Artist development classes, three words, artist, that's you. Development, that means developing your skills classes. That means a class that has nothing to do with photo shoots or an actual shoot, actual styling. Okay, so 
this is once a month, this will be required. As an artist, you have to develop skills. That means planning ahead, yes, but it means more than planning your upcoming shoots. Artist development classes are designed to go over your looks and your plans for your upcoming shoots, yes, but they are there for you to develop a skill. That's why it's a, or develop skills and to talk about the things that you need improvement on and to actually work on those things in the form of a class. That's why it's not an artist meeting where you're the artist and we're meeting about plans. Artist development and class. There you go. So that has been a requirement, but I've somehow not made it clear on exactly what the classes are about. And so it would definitely have to be somebody who has goals within Pinup because you're not an artist if you don't have goals. You're not trying to develop skills and then improve on them. Capital letters, improve on them. If And, and if you're not trying to learn, which would be class, if you're not trying to do those things, then you know, you're not an artist that needs developing. <laughs> Before I lose track of what I was saying, because it's so simple that it's, I can almost, you know, I'm thinking about so many other things as I'm saying it. it it's just very simple. You know, if you don't have goals, you don't have plans, you're not trying to learn, then that is not someone who I want to be the main face of something that I'm offering as a course for pinups to learn I want to show the perfect example of what to do and how to be, how to speak, how to walk, how to pose, how to show a variety of facial expressions and poses, how to show improvement, how to develop as an artist, how to develop a career, how to build your brand. I want to show this. And the person that I want to represent my company as far as advertising in the face, I want that person to be somebody that I'm working with often and somebody who I've already established a business relationship with and has proven to do all of those things to show support. They want to learn. They want to develop skills. They are passionate. They are aware that they're representing my company. They are aware that all the plans and investment that I have made into the course is extremely important to me. They are aware that they're representing me and that I'm bringing them aboard to work with people and I'm giving them all these opportunities and I want it to be something that is all a part of their goals because if it's a part of their goal and their goals, then they're going to take things very seriously. They're going to bring the passion which comes with dedication. And that is the person. So when you guys see me name the Pinup Master Courses 2019 face, main face, which I'm excited to do, especially, like I said, recently looking at all these vintage pictures of all the, you know, pinups that were named the main face of a company for that year, back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. 
I'm very excited to do this, but for anyone who's listening, once you see me name that person, then you'll know that they have met all of their the requirements and probably even more um, and over exceeded my expectations. And obviously it's going to be somebody that I've worked with more than one time and definitely, definitely has goals within Penup that is so important. And that's important even with, and especially with my photographers in my career. I have to work with photographers that have the same goal, at least for our photo shoot, you know, because otherwise it's, it's so many things can go wrong and the lack of goals, the lack of passion, the lack of dedication, it all comes together. So I want to thank everybody for listening. We're almost at one hour. It's after four o'clock in the morning, I'm about to start editing. That's what I'm doing and adding things to Dropbox. I did that a lot yesterday and I'm going to continue that today. So I hope everybody has a great day and I'll see all of you online. Thanks for the support. This has been Pinup Talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.